Alright, welcome to the Big Eyes Podcast. To be honest, this is recording too because I like transparency. Oh, <laughs> Welcome back. Uh, you know, another week of manga, another week of, you know, me and AD talking, talking our shit. AD, how you doing today? I'm doing good, man. It's been a very fun week, very relaxed week. You know, last week we had a fun time with, with the homies over from the Black Variant. We've had a very fun time talking about Ultimo and, you know, go go check that episode out. But we gotta we gotta put our suit and tie on. <laughs> and yeah, we got, we got canceled. That was crazy. <laughs> publicly too, like it wasn't even on some private. Shit. Like publicly, <laughs> publicly caught the axe. That was wild. I have never that has never happened to me ever in my life before. That is, bro. How we get caught fun. in four K, bro? We got we did we definitely got caught in four K. We definitely got caught in four K. That is wild. Um, nah, man, yeah. But shout out to the Black Variant. Shout out to the homies over there. It's it's always fun when they pull up. It's always a wild time. Um, you know, if if you're listening to this episode now, you may get a treat later today. I'm I'm still debating. Uh, don't don't. Mm. I'm still debating uh, to release the full episode. <laughs> That's the funny thing, though. Like, there's a whole, like, 20 minutes you guys are yeah. missing that are absolutely bonkers. I need to go back and listen to it. Bro. Uh, <laughs> make sure we're just we not being hot. I just need to make sure we're not being too hot. I ain't going to hold it to you. Some of it, it, it gets kind of hot, and I was like... It gets mm. crazy? Maybe I'll, put it, maybe I'll put it on SoundCloud. SoundCloud's like the dark web, so... Mm, we might have to start charging, bro. We might have to start we talking might, about Hell yeah. We, we might have to charge y'all for that one. Hey, get the get the premium content. The premium big eyes content. Where it's really just me, AD, Van, and X just talking shit for, uh, <laughs> for 15 minutes. Oh, man. But, man, we're back. The Warlords are back. Happy to be here. Great. Um, you know, a, a light week in manga, but we still got some big things to talk about. Um, before we get into that, though, we got to talk about, um, you know, 25 years, Dragon Ball GT. Yeah, that, that, that was, that was this weekend, you know, Dragon Ball GT is, uh, the, the black sheep of the franchise, you know, it's the dark horse. Nobody really likes to pay attention to it. You know, it's not canon, but you, it did things that we have to be cognizant of and aware of that kept GT, like all of the things that we love about Dragon Ball, it, that's in GT. Super Saiyan 4, you feel me? That's Baby. what I'm saying. Like, okay. <laughs> so y'all weren't here for the first recording, but I had to play devil's advocate and I was like, yo, GT really ain't as bad as you say it is. And AD had like a moment of silence because he was really taken aback <laughs> by that. I'm Yo. very mad. I'm very mad we could not capture that one, but yeah. it was hilarious. But, <laughs> but all right, man. Listen, I'm gonna say this: Super Saiyan Four is easily, easily a top three transformation easily. in all of anime. Ooh, in all of anime? Eh, I wouldn't say in all of anime, <laughs> but in at least Dragon Ball. Okay, I would say okay. it's 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 it's. Oh, that's that's facts. That's facts. Yeah, it's a, it's a top three. Um, Baby was kind of heat. Android Seventeen was heat rock. I mean, we get introduced to like niggas are escaping hell. Like yeah, and, Android Seventeen. <laughs> Android 17, Super Android 17 was a wild arc, bro. He was yeah. going to hell. Nappa came back. Nappa got smoked. 
bro. They put bro. They put Hitler in that arc. I remember that dog. Like, wait, no, that wasn't Hitler. Was that Hitler? I don't. Damn, if Dragon Ball went to Hitler, no, bro, you, know I what, no you know what that was? That was the Fusion Reborn movie with Gogeta, and like they. Goten and Trunks was they brought Hitler in there, but they brought in Frieza. <laughs> Basically, brought back Hitler with Frieza. Goddamn, they had Frieza and Cell fight Goku in hell, bro. Like that hell was... Dragon Ball. <laughs> they they do be having the shooters in uh, hell though. I ain't gonna hold you, like, man. Listen, bro. They be all they're all in hell plotting to kill Goku. That's crazy. <laughs> Waiting for the chance, and this nigga's just in the kid form. Like he in kid form, chilling. <laughs> oh man, I uh. Yeah, bro. Listen, twenty five years of GT. The one, the one that was funny. I didn't watch GT until I was in high school. I uh, see. I remember seeing a DVD box set for like the middle of Baby Arc when I was like ten years old for GT, and I was like, bro, what did Dragon Ball had something after Z? Like, what the fuck is this? And so I Man. watched it. I was like, ah, uh, okay, okay, okay. I, I'm surprised nobody has ever talked about it. This was around the time niggas started talking about like Black Goku's. Uh, all of that artwork. I remember, bro. That that shit used to be crazy back in the day. But um, hey, you ever Google like Super Saiyan a hundred? That's always fun. <laughs> yeah, it's always fun. Oh uh, man, yeah, I didn't watch it until high school. It was used to come on Teen Nick. That's the only reason why I remember oh, that. And me and my brother were like, I mean, me and him were Dragon Ball fiends, so we were just like, oh, f it, like we just record the episodes. So we were like, oh yeah, episodes, watch them on the- <laughs> Bro, put go ahead and put that uh VHS in there. Get get you like three hours in the <laughs> three hours in Man, the room. I, I'm pretty sure we probably have our VHS player in the house somewhere. Oh yeah, I gotta I gotta go back to the crib and find it myself. It's probably in the basement. So <laughs> man, listen, I might I don't know. I definitely got some of the DVDs. You know what's funny? I don't even use a DVD player in a long ass time. But who you tell it? You know what's sad though? It's like we got PlayStations and stuff like that, and that could be DVD players. When was the last time you actually like put a DVD in, dog? Shit, I don't even know. <laughs> to be honest, well, I haven't been able to watch a DVD for real, for real, because my lovely daughter decided that she wanted to stick a toy in the CD drive of the PlayStation, and so I really haven't been able to like use. Uh, yeah, you know what I'm saying. So shout out to the kid. oh man but man listen that's a you know we got a lot of talk out the way we got a lot of talk out the way it's time to bump into this uh you know this this weekend manga this weekend in manga um they didn't do a chapter this week but they're definitely worth talking about because they've been going crazy and we're mostly going to be talking about the prequel and that boy yuta because Yuta is a goddamn monster, and he yeah. might mess around and be my favorite character off rip of just being an absolute beast. If you're not like understand what we're talking about right now, we're talking about Jujutsu Kaisen. Um, they released Chapter Zero or like a prequel to the series, and it was cool because it was centered around um, uh, a student that we've heard by name, um, but never actually seen. Never in, like, actually, the main story. yeah, yeah, never seen in the main story, but. Even his two mentions by name uh, are very critical for the simple fact that um, the one we first hear about him is from Gojo, and you know Gojo is talking about who would who's pretty much would be as strong as him as a sorcerer, and he's like, well, there's two people, uh, Yuji Isadori, as you know, obviously, and he mentions a student named Yuta who is currently on assignment in a completely different country. Um, 
you know, I- expanding the 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 JJK universe. Yep. And um, yeah, and you no, know, this on the latest chapter, we we get our first taste of him. But before they did that, before they kind of you know brought him to where we're at currently in the story, they gave us a cool backstory about about Yuta, and he's a um, you know an Historia. So he he's a you know when we first meet him. We figured out that he is he is cursed by you know uh you know a, a lovely lady in his past life that his childhood you know, friend you know his childhood friends childhood love you know what I'm saying yeah. they're gonna get married you know what I'm saying like it's that's playground love. sweetheart man that's what I'm saying hey man listen I'm all for it I'm all for I'm all for the you know what I'm saying listen when you know you know it doesn't matter the age sometimes it does it does matter the age but I'm saying like you know what I'm saying like yeah you no. Know, I knew my shorty. I knew my shorty when I first saw her. I was in what? I think I was in sixth grade. I first saw her. I was like, that's the one right there. And look, at <laughs> look at us now, all these years later. But um, but nah, like we uh you know, we meet him and you know, we we have a he has a friend. They they like, yo, we're gonna get married when we're older, we're gonna be together forever, and literally next page she dies. <laughs> horrifically wild. too the wildest death i was like yeah, oh. horrifically <laughs> they didn't have to do her like that she was she was so young like why why the good gotta die young in like the most tragic ways especially in jjk man dog they be going they always why is it always the head that gotta get blown off like they always got like a real thing with like blowing niggas heads off it's always in his head getting blown off always it never fails um, but no, so we meet Utah, we know he, you know, he has this child friend who's a curse, but she's protecting him, but she's protecting him as a curse would, and is like, yes, <laughs> dismembering bullies and putting their body parts in lockers and shit. Yeah, that, she's on some wild stuff, but it's crazy because as a curse, her curse imp- allows her to do whatever she wants that will protect Utah. So like... You follow Yuta's journey like through these through these prequel chapters, and I you you get a sense of him. He hangs out with Maki, Panda, and Inu Maki, the uh, Kurt Speech guy, and you know they're all classmates. So he starts to understand. Okay, this is Jujutsu High. This these are all of the people around me. I've never really had like you know this these close people around me who kind of go through the same things that I'm going through, but I need to understand them a little bit more. You know, I want to be relied on. You know, and. <laughs> Yuta's Yuta's journey is such an interesting one with uh Rika as we get to see like okay they they start to explain Rika's abilities as she really just loves this nigga bro like in the most childish way <laughs> bro listen dog listen listen bro when listen he here forever nigga we talked about this last episode, bro. Like we, when you her forever, nigga, bro. Y'all like y'all y'all forever. It don't matter. Forever, forever bro. She says, "Skip it. I'll spin the block even in the afterlife for you." And that was real. That was real. That's shit. real love. That's real love. I feel it. Yo, listen, man. Listen, if my listen, my baby mama ever die, bro. I hope she comes back and protects me. And start just knocking niggas out for me. <laughs> now, I would. That's that's the type of love I want. I want you to knock niggas out for me. <laughs> Jamal, the curse, the curse user, <laughs> the curse user, LJ, bro, for real. <laughs> but nah, man. But we meet you to we you know in these in these chapters. You should definitely go back and read them. Um, in the latest chapter, though, uh, we meet him, and they really get to. 
they really get to talking about the bigger universe in Jujutsu Kaisen. And I think that's what's really um, the fun part right now. Yeah. Um, and the most interesting part is that, you know, they're talking about, you know, there's curses in America. There's curses in like all like kind of like really the major countries or the, you know what I'm saying? They're, those are the places with that have curses. Yeah. Um, you no, know, right now they were still in the Shibuya incident. Uh, Gino just, uh, he, he pretty much did some wild boy shit and was just like, you know what? I've been hiding all these cursed objects around the world or around the country and around the city. And I'm just going to release all those right now. So he really, you know, he's done released like a thousand curses um, on the city. They're like wreaking havoc. Um, You know, know, the, the sorcerer like society is, is talking about like, yo, what do we need to do right now? Because we got to keep this under wraps. Because you know, like, they've been, like, from the whole outset, Jujutsu Kaisen has always been, like, okay, not that many people believe in, like, Jujutsu sorcery curses and stuff like that. Like, we believe it, but they don't actually see, like, the physical manifestations of the things. Like, we see in the flashback with uh, Ghetto uh, in Chapter Zero, he's just purifying curses off of people's shoulders when they just feel like, oh, I have a little stress on my back, you know? And he, he, you see in both in that, the volume zero and his flashback with Gojo when they were students, he's always been about, you know, I really don't like people who are non-jujutsu sorcerers because they always feel like they need to be rely- like they rely on us. They're, they're really useless, my guy. So like he, he gets this whole thing to conjure up the plan and, you know, it, it becomes the Shibuya incident. And so now we have all of these curses running rampant and we just get Yuta real quick i ain't gonna hold you i i gotta i gotta say this oh dear god <laughs> i don't like how they handle yuta's introduction into the main story i i think i it, i didn't why feel, how i didn't he I came didn't, back he came he back was, killing shit what do you mean oh, he kept up the sky stabbing a demon in the head here's <laughs> the thing like in the story it's dope as hell but here's my thing it's like you remember when you first watched Hunter Hunter? When did you first watch Hunter Hunter, or when you first read Hunter Hunter? Like, did you read it or watch it first? I I watched it first. All right, you watched the 2011 version. Yeah. So, how did you feel about Kite when he first got introduced? It was lit. Kite was chilling. <laughs> but so here's the thing. It <laughs> to understand. But here's the thing. You know, in chapter one of Hunter Hunter, is like he he's already there. He makes an impact on Gon's life by saving him from a bear. So it's like, all right. It it didn't it it be. I didn't know that because I watched 2011 Hunter Hunter. But had I seen this nigga from chapter one, I think it would have been a little bit better because you know what I mean. I know who he is and i know like oh shit it's about to wreck some shit for me with utah we just got volume zero like two or three weeks ago so it's like oh shit this is a prequel why why did why did was why wasn't this on the app why was because he was because he was on the other side of the world i'm not talking talking about that i'm I'm just talking about like why didn't we get the story in the app or like you know release oh you so you you wanted this way beforehand (laughs) yeah i just i wanted to already like know you to like like know all of this stuff before like maybe it's my fault i'll take the l but it just didn't hit me the same because I I see Yuta in the prequel. I'm like, okay, he kind of dope. Now I see he wrecking shit, but like, it, it hasn't been that long of enough time for me to be like, oh damn, Yuta is actually coming back. Oh, 
How does he feel about it? That being said, back to the main thing. You took coming back fucking some shit up. You took coming back yeah. on on a, on, <laughs> on the hunt. Bro, listen, he was on his study abroad shit. I'm telling you, he was on... Listen, bro, they had him in America. I'm sorry. They had him in America. I know his ass is over here. Dog, just imagine where he could have been. Imagine where he could have been. He could have been in Atlanta, bro. He could have been in Atlanta. He could have been hanging with Gucci. <laughs> bro, I know there's a whole bunch of curses in Atlanta. That shit, nigga... I, that, I, bro, listen. He would have never ran out of work. Man, listen, bro. He could have been... Imagine, imagine all the hoods you two could have been in, bro. He would have been over here getting some super training. This nigga is in the field. He was in the trenches, bro. He yeah. earned his OTF chain. Oh my god! He was god. spinning that blocks, man, bro. That man's a, from Ben Hill to Glenwood, like, bro. Listen, yeah. he earned his. He earned his stripes. Listen, he ain't even. Oh that my boy, god! That would have been crazy. I, I would have loved to see. I would have loved to see hey, him listen, training. He, all I'm saying is you two came back and Pooh Shiesty dropped within a week. I'm not saying there's a correlation, but but could be a correlation. That's all I'm saying. Oh, man, we man. get getting introduced to you he like I don't know. I feel that even even though he hasn't been physically a part of the story, without him, um, you know, especially how this chapter ends with him. You no, know, the, the really the big thing of this chapter is that. Um, Gojo, uh, pretty much Gojo, uh, uh, Yuji, and I'm trying to remember the other man's name. Ghetto. Uh, the other teacher. Oh, no, Get, no, no, I mean, um. The principal. Masamichi. Masamichi. Yeah. There we go. Masamichi. Sorry, guys. So Masamichi, Gojo, and uh, Yuji, they're all pretty much now like one in criminals. Uh, <laughs> they're pretty much like, uh, you know, when we, when Yuta comes back, he is meeting with pretty much the you know, the, like, the, the cursed society runners, like, I don't even know. Yeah, the, the Jujutsu Council. The Jujutsu, yeah, the Jujutsu Elderly Council. Council. <laughs> Elderly Council, so, pretty much, they put a, you know what I'm saying, they put an APB on these guys, bro, they were just like, hey, uh, Masamichi, uh, Gojo, and Yuji, yeah, they, they all out, they all out, bro, yeah, fuck them, like, the yeah. Shibuya incident, like, uh, Yuji's now back on the, um, you know, he's back on the chop block, so he's about to get his ace moment. Yeah. Uh, you know, so Utah, you know, the big thing is that Utah has been um he's been summoned and appointed to execute Yuji. So we get pretty much the two the two successors, possible successors to Gojo. Uh, you know, we might have a one on you know, we'll have a one on one moment and Yuji's ass better be ready because I feel Utah might come through and fuck this boy up. <laughs> and Utah might come around and Beat the brakes off of Yuji. Boy, I, I want to see that fight. I ain't going to hold you. Like, Yuji know how to fight, like, straight up. But Yuta probably like a master swordsman now. It's probably going to be on some uh, Luffy versus Zoro shit, bro. I ain't going to hold you. I would love bro, to see listen, fight. Man, I can't wait for it. And, man, <laughs> listen. And Yuta coming with backup. And his shorty with him. They about to jump him. They about to jump him. Do you think that, do you think they'll release uh Gojo before then? Here's because the, there there are so many ways that this could turn. Like we don't even know. They'll probably, they'll, they'll, they'll probably release. They'll probably release Gojo. Is you know they'll probably get to him. He can't stay locked up too long. But then again, though, here's the issue: is that when he comes back, it's pretty much game over. Yeah, that's also unless Gito has unless Gito has the same power as him. I don't know, but or he's on the same power level. He's probably on the same power level as Yuta, maybe. Maybe I don't know. 
It's gonna get. It's about to get real interesting with Jujutsu Kaisen. But we had to spend our moments and some time, you know, talking about the boy, uh, Yuta. He came in the series. He's he's shutting shit down. Um, you no, know, we we're already talking about it. So we're gonna go to One Piece chapter a thousand and three. Um, hey, they, hey, listen, they're they're treating Kaido, um, <laughs> like that. <laughs> Like, like that, like that meme where they jump at that dude. They're like, fight back, fight back. <laughs> when they're getting his put on, this and, and when they're getting his put on, and that's what that's pretty much what they're doing to Kaido right now. They're really jumping this man, and Kaido's eating them shits. That's the wild part. Yeah, he's been eating every attack, bro. Like Zor, like. The last since one thousand, the chapter like had the chapters have been nonstop phenomenal with like all of the fighting on the roof. Like Luffy's been going crazy. He done put out some Gatlings. Law been going crazy, like moving niggas around like chess pieces. Like Killer, Killer, and Kid have been like the most surprising to me because like we ain't really know what they could do, but like now we see that Kid has like a whole Megazord. And he be dunking niggas off the top ropes and shit, bro. Like Killer, been, bro, it's crazy. It's been pandemonium. Like, they've been going crazy, man. Listen, the fact that they got Zoro right amongst these guys, um, really holding shit down is super dope. Yeah, like that is that's like one of my favorite parts about this is that like. You know, when you when you talk about Zoro, he is, you know, he's a swordsman. You know, he's not like, you know, he's a pirate, but like in the day, he's just a swordsman. And I think that's even how he just views himself. It's just like, bro, listen, I'm just a nigga with a sword that rolling around with my dog. Uh, but they really got him here with like, you know, captains, you know, captains of ships. Like Zoro could really be his own yeah, captain it, if he wanted to. And yeah. but it's just cool that he just is just kind of like nah, bro. I just want to roll with Luffy. But like when it comes to big moments like this, like he's right there with him. Yeah, he's always there to take a stand because he knows that like he's fighting to be the world's strongest swordsman, and to come up against Kaido, who's claimed to be the world's strongest man, and Big Mom, who's probably on par with him, if not stronger. Like Big Mom went crazy last chapter because she done sniped all of these niggas out the air with a thunderbolt. Hey, bro. Like, she, bro she, <laughs> Hey, she was so stuck. She was goofy. She was like, "Why isn't it working?" It was like because I made of rubber, bro. That's one of the best parts, bro. Like that's that's one of my favorite parts of Skypea. Like niggas hate Skypea sometimes, or like really think it's F. But like that's one of the best moments. Um, and to see that come back up with Big Mom is like, ah, oh, shit, Luffy, you remind me why you that nigga. And then Kaido comes in with a big blast breath, and he tanks that shit and says, "Guts, my guy." It's like you know breaks off a loot uh Kaido. Come on, man. Like this fight has been crazy. Um I will say it is interesting because we get this group um CP0 who has been hinted at being in Wano for the longest. And if you don't remember who CP0 is, they are one of the the secret agencies who work underneath the celestial dragons and the world government. Uh, you meet them like Rob Lucci. He's a part of CP zero, but he's not there f- officially. Like and I, I, I'm waiting to see Rob Lucci come back. Cause that, that fight was stupendous. Um, but yeah, they, they show up in this latest chapter. Um, it's just been a lot of crazy stuff going on. Kaido has been taking attacks like crazy. He, he hasn't, he's like, bruh, like, I'm that nigga. Luffy, you out of breath already. You wheezing. And the fight hasn't really been the fight been going on for like five minutes. What's been going? <laughs> what's been going on? Like, 
you 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 done already? But like Zoro steps up, everybody's been stepping up. It's just been crazy. I can't wait to see what happens next. Um, uh, especially with Kaido transforming back into what we assume is going to be hybrid form, quote unquote. Um, and you oh, know, it's about to go up, bro. Yeah, hey. it's about to go crazy. That hybrid form looks so stupid. I love how big my I love I love how Kaido's having fun with this. Like yeah. they keep thinking that they're like really whooping his ass, and he's like, "Ah, oh, no, you stand me! Ah, oh, <laughs> what, what the hell? What the hell? You stand me! Ah, oh, yeah. you punch me in the face! Oh God, this is like this is like what you this is like when you play fighting with your little cousins. You gotta make them feel like they doing something. So he's like, "Ah, yeah. oh, oh. <laughs> He yeah, gets up. He's like turns into Bambi's form. He's like, I ha, ha, like this is getting fun. Like, no, nah, I'm about to turn up on your ass. Really, <laughs> that's when you got. He got that one solid hit. He was like, okay, yeah. okay, yeah, that's what happened. They hit him a little too hard. He was like, okay, like you better chill, chill, sit down somewhere. Um, man, no, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say a wild hot take because this next one is, um, you know, this is gonna transition to the next chapter we're gonna talk about. Uh, Kaido, Big Mom versus Pirates. Hold on, hold on. Say that again. uh, Kaido and Big Mom versus the Pirates, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Might be the best manga fight in the past year. (laughs) Might be. Might be. My, it's it, uh, well. We did have Shibuya. We did have my hero in the last year. I, my, I, that's, and that's more so what I'm hinting about. I think this right here is way more exciting. <laughs> what the fuck was going on? Then that was a good moment. You know, saying Shigaraki versus the heroes is yeah. very fun. Yeah, this might this this might edge it out. This might be yeah better. yeah. I, I I completely agree in all honesty and the. My my standing behind it is those were just like halfway fights. Like niggas wasn't even fighting to their fullest potential. We know there was going to be more with those. Yeah, we know there's going to be a more. Round two. It's a round two. But with this, this has been building up for a good little minute. They've been itch- hinting at this fight for like the last 10 years, my guy. <laughs> <laughs> and they're delivering, though. They're delivering on this, bro. This shit's exactly. really good. This shit is amazing. So good, bro. So fucking good. Um, you know, but yeah, listen, man, my, uh, one piece is going crazy. Uh, you know, we're getting into my hero now, a very emotional chapter, this chapter. Yeah. All right. Back on my high horse here. I'm, <laughs> I'm a very, I, I, I have all my opinions are rat mad over the top. Like it's either like, yo, this is the greatest thing or like, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, it's past. um, but endeavors character is the best character they have written in this entire series. Yeah. This chapter solidifies that. Um, I love this whole moment that they're having with the Todoroki family. I love how Endeavor's in a moment where he's like, yo, my personal life shit is now affecting, like, is now killing my professional life shit. And him just having this moment where he's alone in a hospital room. He can't, he can barely remember shit. He can barely, like, you know, he's still disoriented, but he's like, I'm alive. Like, what the heck? I'm alive still. Um, you know, he's he, like immediately starting to process Toya and all this and his family. 
and you have this moment where he's crying and he is like in absolute tears. Like he is breaking down in his hospital room crying. Um, and you know, you have a moment where Shoto and his, you know, the rest of his family uh walk in on him crying and Shoto's like, sure, he's like, yo, you're crying? Like what? What is this? This is emotion coming out of this man? Like, what the hell? Hey, listen, he was lost. He was so lost. He was like, bro, I'm, we must have walked in the wrong hospital room. Yeah. He was like, I don't know who the hell this guy is. Yeah. Crying and shit. Yeah, y'all made the painkillers a little bit too strong in the other room. Bro, listen, the is, he was like, hey, listen, the perks is getting to The perks are percolating. Hey, the perks is percolating. Yeah, that boy a perk 80. He was drooling. He wasn't crying. Um, but no, nah, man, like, this chapter is crazy because you really, like, you know, got all these villains that have escaped. Uh, the funny, hey, hold on, time out before we get back into the serious shit. Uh, shout out to the laundry nigga. Came through, got his ass, got, got hit with a rock. Hey, shout out to Laundry. I don't know what that was. I don't know what hero that is. Uh, he shout out to the Laundry bro. Man, though. He <laughs> that man pulled a hey, rock. Hey, man. Uh, at least let me disinfect him. Threw a rock at his ass, man. Shout out to the Laundry Man, bro. Pulled up. Pulled up. Hey, Threw the whole cast job. iron on this man, bro. Threw a whole cast iron at this fool. He came back with the bubble beam. The bubble butter, bro. Listen. Oh, my God. Shout out, shout out to the Laundry Man. Came through with the detergent thumper. Hey yo, no cap though. I ain't gonna hold you. I I do like how they're introducing that too, where they're showing like the civilians gotta step up and they got their own weapons too. I feel like that's gonna (laughs) like it's crazy, but I feel like that's gonna become a big character thing and like flesh out the world of my hero for the support characters too. Because remember, what's her name? May Hatsume, the the engine girl. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Like all of her gadgets and stuff would be wonders for all the regular civilians to fight back, dog. Like I feel like they nah. can start to include all of those characters. And hey, man, civilians better protect themselves. Civilians better protect themselves now, bro. Listen, these they showed it. Hey, they hey, listen, villains is just running up and just running it, like just running this shit and just running it up. Like yeah. listen, civilians better have them them hero thumpers on them. The anti-hero mm. thumpers, thing, bro, because uh, the villain be gone. The villain be gone, cause listen, <laughs> y'all. Hey, listen, heroes are so beat down, they just retire it. They just like f it. I'm hanging the jersey. I'm hanging the jersey. Like, yeah, man, I'm over this. So he was like, man, I can't be, I can't be fighting no more, man. Look, I'm trying to collect this pension. I'm trying to get this. Exactly. You know, I'm just trying to retire and live good now, man. Like this was too much. It was all good back in the day. Now, like, nah, bro. Is a y'all wild? Is a these these villains, <laughs> these villains filling in a little too much. Um, uh, I'm out of here. Um, but nah, man, it was just a great chapter though because I just the the ending. The ending is really what did it for me, man. Like, yeah, goddamn endeavor having his moment crying. I think that um, the narration just talking about the societies being in shambles. Um, and everyone's really turning to one man because, you know, because of that, um, you know, the tape get, that Dobby played. Yeah. The tape that, uh, Toya played and the, the beautiful moment where, when Ray pops in and my, my endeavor is like, Hey, I'm trying to hold back these tears. 
when now the water works is working. It was like, baby, it was like, baby. <laughs> my baby back bro he was he was, he was so, hey he went and never went from but I ain't quiet to oh my god <laughs> I can't believe it baby he in there bro I know he in there bro, uh, he in there <laughs> I know I know he is I feel it I feel it never did the same thing Oh man, but um, no, I uh, the cool thing is uh, a slight little little thing. I like how they give you the the chapter title at the end of the chapter. Yeah, the hellish That was that was a nice little touch. I like it with the picture of you know everyone there. Um, yeah, all of it, bro. I I'm here for it. I'm I'm here for it. This is this is yeah. just a great chapter. I can't wait to dive just more into the Todoroki family. See, like you know, what I'm saying I can't wait. I'm more excited for seeing how they work their shit out with Toya and all that than um than seeing Shigaraki in in you know all for one and one for all fight again yeah. and Midoriya. I'm more excited for this right here. Exactly. Listen. This is this is reality TV right here. Do you think that they save him? Do you no. think that Dobby will be alive at the end of this story? I think he dies. He, okay. he, he dies on some wild shit though. Like he okay. he's his death is gonna be crazy, I feel like. Yeah, I feel like his death is gonna probably be it's it's gonna be something that involves Todoroki. I, I feel like Shoto is gonna be the the damn. I'm more concerned about the mom. I'm more concerned about the mom and what's about to happen with the mom. Ooh, yeah, yeah. Listen, they done introduced her. She back in society walking around. But, like, I don't know, because, like, at this point now, it's like, she's alive. She's about to talk about everything with the family, and they're about to, like, try to reconcile stuff. So are they about to go save Dobby? Are they about to face the music and make a public statement? I feel like... Hey, think about this. Think about this. This really might be the ending to, like, season six. Season six might end on this right here. <laughs> yeah, I can see it. I can see it. Ooh, season six ending right here? Ooh! Heat rock. Yeah, niggas is going to be hot. I'm going to be hyped, bro. Oh, my God. Ooh, <laughs> fucking Niggas is going to be hot. Ah, uh, season six ends right here. Ah, uh, bro. Woo! Man, damn. Man, damn. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. That's going to be crazy. That's going to be so crazy. Oh, shoot. All right, man. Talking about families, you know, last last little topic of the day. Uh, we we, we on some spy versus spy stuff right here. Um, so spy family gives us a, a solid, you know, little little side note chapter it was something light something light you know what i'm saying you get to uh you get to meet someone else that lloyd works with also known as a full metal lady because she's she's a cold piece listen yeah she, she reminds me of, you remember uh have you ever seen full metal panic um Mm-mm. so it's I'm like not. a it's like a mech anime but he this just kind of reminded me of that person because of the full metal thing um that being said, I do like how they have like they show the quick relation between him and I think that's her, her superior too, isn't it? 
I think I, it might be his superior, Sylvia Sherwood. Uh, she's a handler, so she's pretty much the one giving him his jobs, and yeah, she's helping him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, I guess you could say he's superior. Yeah, the one that's always been handing out the jobs, like, what, even way back with the tennis she's tournament. A, yeah, she's the one, you know, she's the one, you know, she's she's distro. She's, you know what I'm saying? She's a, yeah. dis, you know, she's a distributor, you know what I'm saying? She she hands out the jobs. She makes sure your job gets done, you know what I'm saying? Like, not not too crazy, not too yeah. crazy. Except for the but, fact that, like, she left the tag in her in her jacket, like. Oh, yeah, but you see the price <laughs> on it, though. See the price on it. Listen, you do. My, my, you, you see the price listen, on it. Listen, my baby Sylvie got a bag. Listen, holla. Holla at me. <laughs> Give me a, listen, I want a Gucci coat, too. They showed the price at. They showed the price. I was like, "God damn, he whammy!" I was like, "That's what we spinning? That's what we dropping on the coat?" I was like, "Oh yeah, oh yeah." I said, "Lord, you got the." I said, "Lord, you got the wrong shit." <laughs> Lord, Lord got the wrong spy after him. You ain't got the spy with big money. <laughs> but nah, man, it was a cool little chapter. I like when they introduce like different characters. I mean, we've seen her throughout the story before, so it was cool that they spent some time kind of just giving you some insight on her. Yeah. Um. But we're really here because I've caught up on Mission, Yozakura family, and uh, it's it's definitely one of them ones. It's definitely one of them ones. We've been sleeping on Yozakura, bro. Like, <laughs> that was a wake up call. That was a wake up call. Right yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. That was a wake up call. Listen, wake your ass up to Mission Yozakura family because it's cold. <laughs> that was a wake up call. You know what I'm saying? Listen, but no. So if you haven't read it, you haven't tapped into it, Mission Yozakura family, it follows. Um, uh, uh, this family of spies, you know, we like spies over here on, yeah, man. Uh, you know, Big Eyes podcast. Um, so it follows this family of uh, spies called, uh, you know, the Yozakor family. It follows this young man who's a friend of, uh, you know, one Musumi. of the, uh, Musumi, who is right now the the leader of the Yozakor family. No one knows. They think they're just a normal everyday family. They think that she's just a normal everyday girl. Uh, Tayo is, you know, the the protagonist, and he is, you know, him and Musumi are really close friends. Um, to the point where it's pretty much like oh, Tayo's only friend. Um, yeah. So one day Masumi's like, "Hey, yo, come over," and he figures out that she's, a, you know, in a family full of spies, and you know they, you know, her she has a very they're wild. Older, yeah, they're they're wild. <laughs> they're a wild family. Um, but her, her older brother is a very protective older brother. And as an older brother, I understand being protective, but he is overprotective. He is dumb overprotective. Like dumb overprotective, like had a, had a knife to this man's throat type overprotective. <laughs> like but, to the point know, where, uh, I'm, I'm not going to spoil that. That's chapter one. Um, no, it is chapter one, but, um, but no, nah, man. So pretty much though, you know, we're, you know, you follow this story. Tayo marries into the family, so him and Masumi get married, so he he becomes a spy, he trains as a spy, um, you know, he goes on all these crazy missions. It's it's really wild. So if you it, I think it has that same kind of I, I wouldn't say wholesomeness because it's not really wholesome, but it has that same like lovey. It's a feeling different it's that, like a different that, thing. Because it's like 
it, it's on one hand, it's like a family, a family rom com yeah, type of thing. It, yeah, it has that same feel as Spy Family. So if you like that Spy Family feel, but it has way more action, and you're way more in depth of the the missions and the family like it it's like it feels like spy family with much more action to it yeah um and i i didn't like I, i've really been enjoying it i think that one of the biggest aspects on here is that the the comedy really hits especially with the older brother because <laughs> yeah. you know obviously you know it's just manga you know they're gonna have the perv stuff but how they do it in this story isn't it isn't uncomfortable. It is actually like genuinely funny. Yeah. Um, and they they just have all these moments where you know it's just you know where they they just hit on the comedy so well. Uh, the the big overall story here is Masumi, and that she's really the head of the of the Yozakura family. They all have powers, and the one that is born without powers ends up becoming the head. Um, and since she's the head of the family. She is the one that's attacked the most. They have spies constantly trying to kidnap her, kill her, whatever, whatever. So, you know, their their main job is to protect her. And right now where they're at in the story, you figure out a lot of their family past history and their their family past is absolutely wild. Yeah. Um but yeah, man, I I just love it. The art, the 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 relationship between Masumi and uh Tayo, just because it starts off once again as this play marriage that is like, yo, she's only doing this so her brother doesn't kill this man. You know, so, so you know, the marriage starts off as more of an agreement than a marriage, but you just see their relationship slowly grow as he's like really start caring for each other. And he's like, yo, yeah. I'm really trying to show up as like a husband and, you know, just all, all the things that go into that too. And not only that, it's also like you start to see some of the Yozakura family members start to like take him in as their family. Like they start to train him to become a better spy. Like you see slowly throughout the series, like you see him training, whether it's like, oh, I got on a 50 pound vest. Now I'm carrying a hundred pounds like with me throughout the, or, like every other chapter. Now I'm learning how to like adapt to other folks' movements and become a better like stalker. You know what I mean? Like you see him grow to mm-hmm. become the person that we see Lloyd as in Spy Family. So it's like, we see we we see that that's who he could become. And we see he could become even greater than that once you start to see other people in the family, um, in Yozakura family. So it's like, it's so good because he's the worst spy in the world because everybody wants to attack this man. But at the same time, he's trying to become the best spy in the world so he can protect this girl and the family. So it's like, it's so good, dog. Like, I think everybody should tap into it. No, yeah, definitely. Like, Mission Yosakura family is, is one of the ones. I, I even tweeted it. I said it, bro. It's cold. It's, it's a cold piece <laughs> for real. Especially if you're... No, you're into that like whole spy thing. Like that, I, I genuinely like it. That like I was drawn to Spy Family immediately, just for whatever reason, it had the word spy in it. Like anything that has to kind yeah. of be, like deal with that. Um, no, I personally like Spy Family a little more right now, just because it's a little, it's more rooted in um, reality a bit. Yeah. But Mission Yosakura Family is just, is just really good. I think it's is really playful. I love how like you know they don't. They like you know, in, in Spy Family, they treat being a spy as a very like they really lean into like yo, this is a secret ass job. Like there's yeah. this secret like this. They're just kind of like oh, there's a Spy Weekly and you know what I'm saying. There's Spy <laughs> rankings and this and that. And, like everyone knows they're spies. Like I love how they, they kind of whole spy social media. Network, you know what I'm saying? Like, like like you know what I'm saying. They got bounties on each other. Like you know, so it's cool. Like it's 
it's um it's like different sides of the same coin. You get you get the best of both worlds. So I I really enjoy it. So you guys should definitely tap into Mission Yosakura family. We're we're gonna talk about it more definitely, on, definitely. on this show. Um yeah, man, listen, this is this is gonna wrap up this week's episode of the Big Eyes Podcast. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. As always, make sure you are um you know you're following and you're subscribed to the Lookout RNC. Um, make sure you guys follow RNC Radio Live, your one-stop shop for everything, bro, that we have there, podcasts, all of it. So make sure you're following those two. Make sure you're subscribed. Man, big eyes every Monday. Look out on Tuesdays when they want to drop. Showdown's coming back soon. Um, shout out to Jess Spider, Spider over here. Um, man, yeah, bro. So once again, thank you guys for uh you know tapping in with us. AD, what's the sign off, bro? More manga, more games. More anime, more water, more life. Take care. Yeah.